5.36 here on this Thursday, the 25th. Hope everyone's having a nice evening and some really positive news today on the COVID-19 front, particularly for those who live in long-term care and assisted living or those with loved ones within those facilities. The B.C. government announcing today more regular visits into those facilities can begin starting April 1st. That's one week from today. Up to two adults and one child will be able to visit loved ones in care homes and care home staff will now have to allow at least one hour of time for visits. Masks will still have to be worn though at all times uh, by both residents and visitors but also the good news today I think is some uh, physical touching is actually going to be allowed in these situations here as well. To talk a little bit more about what the news today means, please welcome to the show the Chief Executive Officer of the BC Care Providers Association Terry Lake. Terry, how are you here today? I'm great, Jeff. It's a, it's a fantastic day for anyone that um, has, uh, you know, loved ones in care. And it's a great day for people who work in long-term care. It's, uh, it's, it's really great. We're looking forward to this. Yeah, I imagine that, you know, this is something that's been called for for quite some time. We've been always, you know, talking about the, the concerns about being in isolation throughout the course of this pandemic, and no one felt more isolated, right, than those in long-term care and assisted living centers. This just has to be a, a real weight off the shoulders, knowing that, you know, it's not right away, but in one week's time, they'll be allowed to visit with three people at a time and not be stuck with that one designated visitor, obviously very happy for them to be around but to be able to expand that social circle here a little bit really really positive step yeah i don't think uh, i have the words to express what this means uh, to people that are living in long-term care and assisted living or their families because uh, first of all as you said they get to connect with more uh, people uh, their friends and relatives from outside long-term care and assisted living but also importantly they get to connect with their friends mm -hmm. in uh, those nursing homes because they now can sit at uh, a dinner table together without the you know the social distancing they can have some activities that resume this will make a tremendous difference in quality of life for people that have been living in care for over a year in in many situations you know in social isolation and that has had a negative impact on their mental health on their physical health so it's um it's a great announcement today i can't uh, express how much this means to people in care and those who look after them and their families. I imagine there was a lot of legwork that went into today's announcement to make sure, you know, the, the operators of homes were on the same page as, as, as the province to, to make sure, you know, things were um, falling in line with, with how orders were going to work, how things were going to shift. I mean, this isn't uh, something you could just do overnight. No, which is why we're happy to have a week to, you know, uh, transition and get ready uh, for that. We've been advocating for this for uh, you know a number of weeks after the vaccination rollout mm -hmm. uh, so successfully implemented in long-term care, and um, but we do recognize that for those family members that haven't seen their loved ones for a long time because visitation has been so restricted, they may actually see uh, and and be slightly shocked by the condition of their loved ones. Uh, they you know after a year of isolation. Uh, the mental and physical deterioration is real. So we're going to be putting on a, a webinar next week uh, to help operators, help families uh, to, you know, to understand and adjust to the differences they may see in their loved ones when they are able to visit them again.
Yeah, I didn't even think of that, but that could potentially come as a real shock to some people, right? I mean, 12 months is not a small amount of time. Uh, so, yeah, you could be eating for a, a real, real you know, surprise, I guess, when you, when you see someone for the first time in, in a year. Um, one of the concerns, I guess, that uh, people may have or, or that was even announced by Dr. Henry is that, you know, there's probably going to be more outbreaks of COVID-19 in these facilities as we allow more people to visit. How, how much do you have to sort of weigh out the pros and cons of seeing, you know, more COVID enter the facilities, but, you know, really important to get this social interaction. Was that really tough to sort of sit there and try to weigh those two things? Yeah, it is. Uh, it is a, certainly a concern. Uh, we think that concern could be reduced uh, by having mandatory vaccination for all workers in long-term care or failing that, a mandatory a rapid test for COVID before they go on shift. Mm. We saw in Cottonwoods in Kelowna that 35% of, uh, of people working at that at that uh, nursing home were not vaccinated and uh, an outbreak occurred. And because so many residents were vaccinated, the outbreak did not cause, you know, severe harm. But the reality is that um, in an outbreak, people have to be confined to their rooms again. And we've seen this in, uh, in Ontario already. So having mandatory vaccine or a mandatory test, I think, would protect residents and, and protect them from having to go back into isolation again. So, you know, if there is one caveat to the good news today, it is the failure uh, to have mandatory vaccination or uh, uh, testing for uh, workers in long-term care. Yeah, and especially on today, it's funny, kind of ironic, I want to say almost, that this announcement comes today that we're going to expand the visitation rules around long-term and assisted living care homes. But at the same point in time, we saw 800 new cases today, which is the biggest single-day number we've seen in quite some time, almost 6,000 active cases, which is the highest number we've seen in quite some time. So definitely, I think, uh, comes on a bit of an odd day just in terms of the numbers overall while seeing this uh, announcement being made here today. I guess, are you continuing to have that push for for rapid Rapid tests. I know it's been an ongoing conversation that you haven't seemed to have gotten very far with. Well, we at least have now a protocol uh, through the Provincial Health Services Authority uh, for the use of rapid tests. So I think uh, many operators will start using them on a volunteer basis. Um, but, you know, it is a, a balance, uh, Jeff, uh, about the risk of COVID versus the quality of life improvements that could be made through visitation. So this vaccine has been so effective that, um, you know, the balance has shifted so that the risk is low enough that the increase in quality of life makes up for it. So, uh, you know, as our seniors advocate has always said, immortality is not the goal here. It's to provide people with safety, but also a quality of life in, uh, the, you know, the last part of their life. And I, I think we always should remember that because quality of life is so important. Well, and bringing that up too, I mean, how many individuals have we seen lose their lives while they've been stuck in, in uh, basically a quarantine within their, their long-term care assisted living home? You know, that they've succumbed to, maybe it's COVID-19, maybe some other ailment that is uh, bothering them. Uh, just the fact that they didn't have that opportunity to see their loved ones was just horrible to even think about. So at the very least, you know, we're improving that aspect of things here, right? No one's going to have to be stuck somewhere alone and and fear that you know they they may be gone tomorrow no question um on a you know every year about 25 percent of people living in long-term care will pass away that's 
just the natural order of things are at the end of their life. In this last year, about 9,000 people have passed away, about 800 from COVID, the rest from, you know, natural uh, conditions. But uh, heartbreakingly, they've been separated from their families and their friends in that last year of life. So this does restore the balance, I think, so that, I mean, you can imagine that someone might now have the opportunity to see a great-grandchild that they've never met. Mm. So there'll be lots of tears and uh, joyful experiences uh, when we see that happen starting in April. Yeah, uh, very exciting times and uh, definitely good news for a lot of people, a lot of families out there who I'm sure are just itching to be able to get through the doors and, and see someone that they've been missing for quite some time. Do you see, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself here, but you know we are seeing vaccines roll out uh, a little bit more quickly as time goes on. Uh, things are ramping up in that regard. Mass vaccination clinics are getting more and more full. Uh, do you see this? I know it's going to be reviewed pretty frequently on an ongoing basis here moving forward, just the changes today and if they're appropriate and if they could be expanded or should be retracted a little bit. But based on what we're seeing right now in terms of vaccination efforts, do you see things maybe expanding, hopefully, and especially with the warmer weather too and the ability to meet outside coming up a little bit better as well? Do you see maybe visitation rules expanding a little bit further, you know, as we kind of head down this path and uh, maybe it won't take quite as long to see things expand even further beyond this? Well, uh, we were really happy today to see the really liberal approach that they took to changing the visitation protocols and the activity protocols within long-term care yeah. and assisted living. Um, but of course, as more and more people get vaccinated, as we see the case numbers decline, then we can really open things up. But I mean, this is such a huge step compared to what people in care have been living with for the last year and their families, of course, that uh, it's a, a dramatic difference and will be celebrated by a lot of people. Yeah, April 1st, next Thursday. It's going to be a good day for sure. Thanks so much for this, Terry. Always appreciate the time. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. We'll do it again soon. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for covering this uh, really, really important topic. Absolutely. 100%. That is the CEO of the BC Care Providers Association, Terry Lake, talking about the in expanded uh, rules around visitation to long-term care and assisted living homes.